February 8th, 2009. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show, February 8, 2009, here at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point by the Matt. Hello. How you doing? Great, great. All right. Um, started to show off John Coltrane doing Nancy with the smiling face, and then we heard Feedbacker, part four, from Morris. One more part to go. Uh, sun came out. We had a couple of days of rain here. Yeah, it's been storming a bit. Yeah, huh? Some Pedro raining coming on. Um, I'm waiting the arrival of uh, guests for the show, but uh, we'll keep that kind of uh, under wrap. Mystery guests. Mystery guests. Uh, Till they came, uh, till they arrive, uh, they had a little trouble. Had to come from Venice, not Italy, but Cali. So it ain't too far. What would you say? Uh, twenty miles, twenty-two, twenty-three miles. Yeah, it's about that far. Time frame could totally yeah, vary in right. SoCali travel. <laughs> Makes uh, no sense at all. I played. Uh, Played a gig. Uh, when was it? Sunday, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Super Bowl halftime party. And uh, yeah, but actually it had to be after halftime because Pete had a longshoreman duty. He was on the docks. He drove straight from the docks right there and played his brains out. He played so great. Pete rocks. Uh, so uh, it was in Orange County, right near the border. Not too far from Long Beach and Westminster. It's his house, you know, in a neighborhood, kind of. I was not typical OC, but, you know, kind of tracked up something. And uh, they had drained the pool, and cats were bombing it, dropping in. And, wow, cool. Yeah, and people. all family, you know, oh, I was still the oldest cat there, but there was skaters that were not kids they were family men with their kids and families there and uh yeah the cat lyle the man he asked for me because he came to that i think you were there on 7th street when we had benefit for the channel yeah yeah yeah. a street uh skate park here in pedro he saw that gig and so he said yeah why will you come and play with your second man okay uh it was through Vinny Vegas, his bone phone. And uh, he cooked up. Vinny got all puffed and conked. But uh, Mr. Lyle uh, cooked up some righteous chili. Not not a lot of heat, but great flavor, man. Potato jackets in there. He cooked up uh, some lobster tails. He had wow, some on the queue. They had a queue right there in the middle of the pad. I mean, like built in, not just a little wheelie o. And uh, yeah, playing there with the skating. Uh, wow, well, it's pretty wild, a wild gig. I was glad to be part of that. Uh, Brother Matt's busy on here, so I just no, talked no, to you people here. So um, I was happy to do that. And then a couple of days ago, played uh, Prospect again with the. Yeah. Second man with Pete and Jer. And uh, I thought it was going to be the last gig for a while, but it turns out 
some gigs going to come uh, at the end of February and beginning of March, two of them, uh, involved with our guest uh, that's coming over. Cool. I'll get more into that later. And I do have a little piece of sadness. Uh, we lost a great man in music, another one, Mr. Lux Interior, the singer of the Cramps, a great cat, and uh, music timeless. And uh, he'd been living in, him and Ivy had been living in Cali a long time. They're from the East Coast. But maybe since uh, early 80s they've been here. Maybe Glendale, I think the last place they were living. They were in Hollywood for a while. Uh, much respect for Mr. Locks. I, they, Stooges and them shared a bill in the Basque part of uh, Basque country. And uh, maybe four years ago, I think it was the first gig the Stooges did out of the country since that one way in the early 70s, the only one they did in England. And for the, You see it on that Rob Power. Uh, Mick Rock took pictures. And uh, they went on before us, and Lux was wild. He broke a vodka bottle over his head and was crawling around and and, and singing great and Ivy playing great. And, and this version of the band even had a bass player because both of them went through a lot of different people in the band for uh, either the other guitar, bass, and drummers. Of course, the original one with uh, Brian Gregory and Nick Knox, but it didn't matter in a way, although that was primo stuff, and we're going to play a song from that era. Uh, still uh, very happening. And then we got, it was our turn, you know, and I came up with that. Man, that was something. Much respect to you. Thank you very much. It's very sweet to me. And then we're playing start the gig off and of course I'm looking at Ig and Ashton Brothers and keeping focus and for some reason I did I don't know what turned over to starboard and there they are this was really early in the gig and there they are Lux and Ivy watching us with huge ass smiles on their faces right there on the side you know and I was like, well, I was all nervous, nervous enough already playing with Stooges, but with them there. And I would glance over there just for a second, and they were there and there, and I watched a whole gig. And afterwards, I came up to them, and I thanked them for that, for playing, you know. And, and then, because and, I think it really inspired, I mean, the Stooges egg, and everybody mm. was always up for it anyway, but it was great the way they yeah, got it that, happening. Yeah. The, the deck of the stage lit uh-huh. up, you know. And, uh, wow, that was something. That was something. Um, anyway, here, here's a song I always dug by them guys, and much respect to you, Mr. Lux Interior. Yeah. Very, uh, Incredible cat and timeless, like I said, music and rock this world. Love it, love it.
The Hollywood sign is embedded in a glacier. Anyone who's claimed or climbed all the way up there can tell you that. But how does one describe the view? It looks like forever, but only for a split second before you slip and fall. And eventually, they all do. But when you're up there, gazing at the heat waves rising from the freeway furnace below, a strange calm pervades. Strange because you've never felt calm before. You blink and hope you will again someday. Meanwhile, you've got to look into the camera. You've got to outshine the light of a thousand arc lamps. You've got to levitate entire sound stages just to stay even with the game. I used to think the Hollywood Hills were the hills of eternity. I used to think in three dimensions. I used to be a PR man for my own private underworld. Now I've got to go. Game's over. It's a tie. I'm heading for the hills, Jim. And remember, there's no such thing as goodbye. You took the road not taken When you crossed down the Mason-Dixon line Worth the wait in waiting sun This road is mine I walk the line No, not your kind
awesome living And not a word till the start of tune season Look be there, don't you see him? Reckon or not, not yet, but darn if I ain't A dirty dog done good too Victory 
for unity. That's you and me, we oui, we oui, say moi, not the hoi polloi, the chosen and tough ditty, a Russian tea for the upper crescent, not the dustin, not the buster, not you. No crumbs, no crusts, the south of France or bust. And then the Roman way is a must on the way to Monte Carlo. What we won from southern sweat, we'll lose at roulette. You lose your farms, we make a killing selling arms. No pain, no gain, never rains on our parade. We've got our bets all covered, whatever. The weather is always the same inside where we grow our money like orchids. And hot house flowers in God we trust. Not Mr. Green Jinx, not Green Black Dollars, no share crop. from Pedro Show. Uh, started off with the Garbage Man by the Cramps. And then The Hills of Eternity by Scott Richards. Now, Scott Richards had a band called, or was in a band called Scott Richards Case in the late 60s in Detroit. Scene. And uh, Scott Richards... Later on, uh, 80s, made a solo record for SST, New Alliance, SST. And uh, he had Ronnie, Ron Ashton, play a bunch of guitar and bass. And he actually had him read something he wrote. And uh, that's what you heard there. That's Ron Ashton reading The Hills of Eternity. And then we had a song featuring one of the guests we have on board today, Brother Matt. Uh, Welcome. A song called The Road Not Taken. And uh, the lyricist and singer, Mr. Raymond Pettibone, is here. Welcome aboard, Raymond. Thank you. I'm a little late because I thought we were playing. So I was (laughs) doing the Mau Mau stall. Instead of two. And accompanying him is Mr. Bob Stiers and uh, your nephew, uh, Brian. You can talk. Hi. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he's standoffish because he's a musician as well. Don't be afraid to pogo. <laughs> Don't be afraid to relate. If it wasn't for this kind of music, you wouldn't be in this place. Yeah. Think of the, the gears for keeping it real like that. I mean, it, it, really was, it really was good lyrics, you know, in some way. You know, it kind of busted the, all the bubble of, like, coldness, and we needed that. Trudy, Trudy, you're so cutie. Oh, well, you know, love songs, man. No one did it better. And also, like, kind of Shakespearean, where you take the language into your own hands. You're so cutie. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's that's from Richard the Second. 
<laughs> but, you know, not obeying the rules, like, right? Artistic license. All the rules of birth and all that. Who needs it? We're going first here and the open microphones. You noun out a, or you verb out a. If it's your art, you get to make noun. Some linguist keep, keep, it gra- just keep it rhyming, and you can say anything. <laughs> That's it. This is radio. This is jingles, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, this is. Uh, I, well, I, I come I, from Boss Radio. Okay? No, I humbly <laughs> refer to it as ultimate reality. The real Don Steele. And the hullabaloo will be here shortly. <laughs> no, Devil. My favorite segment was when they do Devil with a Blue yeah. Oh, yeah. dress on. And the the they have a line, right? And he would throw them down the line towards yeah. the camera. Yeah. Man, I got I got more airtime when I was when I was on Soul Train than that because he was he was rough with a hook, you know. <laughs> Mr. Cornelius, Don Cornelius, I think he got in trouble a little while ago for some beat down. Did you hear about that? Who did he beat down? Barry Gordy. It was <laughs> some domestic yeah. thing or something. You know, the, it's always police were called. Speaking of which, brother Matt says over here. Behind the diner, they found... Yeah, we had a little shootout. Just a, uh, not so much a shootout, just somebody was shot. <laughs> shot to death in their car. Mm. Yeah. And Brother Matt w- walks to his work, and he almost... Yeah, I'm glad I walked the other way mm. that day. I'm glad he varies well, we, were, we were <laughs> late. from uh, Adolf Hitler. You vary the route. <laughs> Stalkers. <laughs> right, well, 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 who was the... No right turns. Like who was the people. clown in charge of uh, Czech? Hey. Czech, Czecha? No, the Czech Republic. Once uh, Czechoslovakia was occupied uh, me, me, before Soviet uh, during Nazis. Jeetlis? Uh, oh, German. Heidegger? That's German. Uh, yeah. East German. Well, this cat, he would not vary his route. No, Heidegger is a philosopher. Honegger. You, you're, yeah, right? Heidegger. <laughs> that's right. Well, he was Nazi too, but. No. Uh, Eric Honegger. No, this. Haydn. Not the composer. Charlie Hyde. Eric Hyde in the speed skater. <laughs> no, he was, he's more to the left. Oh, fuck. Hank, this is terrible. It? This is one of the best. Eric Hyde in the speed. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, there Eric are Hyden. some negatives to Alzheimer's. This is no, you're of- thinking of the Austrian dude. No, this was actually died. a Nazi. No, he was an SS man, and he would not vary his route, and that's how the uh, underground got him. Where Hitler always kept changing his route. Under, very yeah, well, you know, the road rage. Anyone in, in L.A. knows enough to do that, just to keep your options <laughs> open. God, what's his name? That's no, bugging me. Well, do you change your route when you go across the country? Uh, yeah, I think it's more... If you wear, uh, if, you wear if, you, if you drive, if it's kind of this, if a Panzer tank, you know. Well, let's get... Let's be real. Uh or a little more real. Yeah, I'll I, shut up. I, I, no, no. I, I uh, do Nothing the bicycle. I do the bicycle all the time, and I do vary that route. Because of that reason? Not just for the picturesque <laughs> factor, you know? Because probably you know, more for the picturesque factor. Hopefully I'm not being targeted. Not to photograph the same, the same seal and the same sunset all the time. Hydric. Hydric? Hydric. Is that his name? Hydraulic. He was, he oh, yeah. He was a prick. Hydraulic. He was a phytosolution uh, clown. He wasn't anyway, he was a German. He, he must have been a Slav. The, 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 the point was, oh, yeah, Hydrich. Hydraulic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I think it was Hydrate. And he wouldn't vary his route, and that's how they found him. In fact, the guy was so balls out. Well, Hess did a hell of a thing. I mean, talking about varying his route, you know, he flew to, he flew to, to England, England right. you know. And look what it got him. Not, a big prison stay. Right? It, yeah, he, he, built his up, own, he got his own prison. Though. Right, own right. Gun. Spandau, he's the last guy there, and he hangs himself. An old man. At 90 years old, though. Yeah, like, To get an right. election, I think. Not a big rush to judgment. Hydric, Hydric. <laughs> the Hydric maneuver. That's what they call that now. Like the the Hydric maneuver. Look, kids, don't. They uh, use that in the Battle of the Bulge as well. You know. Don't uh, repeat it's, information. Uh, I give you because it's North Africa, <laughs> full of holes and inaccuracies. Mm-hmm. Scream that last scream! Oh yeah. Still uh, hasn't been released, but scream a little scream with me. Sid Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I've played that a few times on the show. Some good stuff. Uh, Bob Steyer's brought some music here. Um, later on in the second hour, we're going to play the interview. Oh, good. On the way to San Francisco, Bob uh, interviewed Herman Green. The, uh, he was in the, the the monsters, right? The with the green <laughs> green face paint. <laughs> oh, you had color version. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, what do you think? He black played, and white? No, he played a cornet though. Did it ever turn color? Or was that Adam's family? Both those were black and white, right? Uh, no, they were in green. Um, I had the little model. Sepia? The coach. You I think know. the monsters were Grandpa. Green. No, he was cool. Al Lewis. Who, who did them cars? Al Lewis. You know, he was he, a, he he was a basketball. He'd, he'd see him in the summer. We saw would, some in the summer yeah, league all the time. And he would He's, run for governor a lot in New yeah. York. That's a, yeah, kind of a joke. But he was for real as, as someone, uh, like a, a guy who would, he knew basketball. He'd I think fight. he outlived everybody on the show except for the boy. Yeah, he was like 97 or something. Well, you know, uh, he was all, all the, t- well, speaking of the boys that kept him young, made, you know. You know. <laughs> Which one did you like better, Monsters or Adam's Family? Well, Adam's Family is more cerebral. It's kind of like Star Trek, unless it's space, you know. Gomez. One had the cheesier factor, but uh, Gomez was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Gomez was it. And you had... What, what's so he's having, a, he's having a show now. Fuck, I'm supposed to call one him. One of the Kirkwood. Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's back. back in Spain right. now, right? Yeah. Oh, John Aston? No, but it, they, wasn't oh, it out of the New Yorker magazine or something? They were little Oh, yeah, dry. it's Charles Adams was Charles based Adams, on. right. Yeah. And I think Munsters... Which one was first? Oh, I don't know. I don't go back Adam's that far. Adams family. Because if you know Hollywood... You, you kite. They both came the same time. Right, yeah, somebody course. has a good Six, idea, so you start kiting. They came out at the same time. Freaking frack. Same year. Twin, you know. right. They both were on two years. Then. They came on exactly the same time? Not one was There's ahead probably yet. one that was, you know, yeah. maybe one was in development first, and then the others got, you know, wind of that and, and tried to beat them to yeah. the punch. Yeah, in fact, knows. there's been some know. trials, I mean, for a... Uh, a title of a movie. There's a movie called Push. I guess somebody else said a movie called Push. It's coming out the next month. Someone and so they go to, and I think this. Uh, yeah, Salt and Pepper Morgan. like uh, is suing for that, right? Or is it? But they they got it from uh, Salt and Pepper. You say Pepper, I say Pepper. Isn't it Peppa? I mean, isn't it spelled Peppa? Yeah. yeah. Didn't I say that? All right. <laughs> I usually drop the R, you know, if anything, okay? I'm not quite, quite as stoppable as you are. I think the E gets dropped, too, and it bum rushes. I some water, and she gave me gasoline. No, I think the, the A replaces... Okay, well, don't, don't push it. I don't know. <laughs> Do I? 
Don't corner him. Oh, wow. What's this? Stooges. That's a something that Uncut put out. They asked Iggy and the Stooges there to put together some songs for a jukebox. That's right. They came up with 45 tunes, and Jeez. they were able to get 15 of them where the licensing and... Uh, me yeah, I remember when this. I remember we were on tour and this the request came down, and they were putting together their lists. Yeah, this is actually the forty-three of them, and they they were just Iggy's. I think Ronnie and Scotty both had ten. The last poets weren't they part of the South Bronx Renaissance? Or was that? Was They're that still Brooklyn? Around, you said what, right? Well, what the Woodward Inc. told me about the Stooges, he said, Mike, a lot about this band is about five years before we started and five years after. And if you look at these song titles, yeah. Well, one of those sounds like "Open Up and Bleed." One of those instrumental tracks. Uh, Last poets? No. It's a, Last poets? Right yeah. Around. That is a good, good. The way those that segs into the you know help on a rock into that is pretty good. Zappa, until the brothers started sampling and stuff, you, you didn't have to like make footnote and you know pay you know royalties for stealing. But you know everyone's so suspicious of of them you know in the first place that uh, you know the the man the police the record industries. Is watching them everywhere they go, you know, like at the mall or something. Uh, The last poets, I think, were confident enough where they just had a guy playing conga. Yeah, you (laughs) can hear that on there. Samples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's It's that kind of slackness. Like uh, hell, what are you know? What are you going to do about it? Why do you know? know. Spoons. Spoons. (laughs) Ham bone. Right, well, work yeah, the room. By the, you know, I know spoons, but that's more from like Cub Scout meetings. Room. So, you know, yesterday I was... That's fifth uh, grade music class. Steve, Steve Reed's mom passed away. And I was at the... He asked me to come to the thing. And um, she's a beautiful woman. A lot of Steve Reed, you could see goodness of her in him. And, um, you know, be, I brought Steve Reed on many tours to uh, do Sound Man. I gave him a mic so he could sing with us. And I'd always tell her, I'm going to bring your son back safe. And she goes, you know, you and Steve are on a mission. You're going to use music to bring people joy. And, um, you know, have you, I, you know, I've never been to these things. And I've been to two in one month. That's kind so of like carpet bagging, except with your your guitar, your bass case. Bass. It's good carpet bagging. Yeah. Sorry. But coming home, uh, I uh, I was kind of down. I got here, and these people, uh, young people, asked me to come to the party on Fourth Street, and a bunch of young Pedro bands played. A band from Arizona, uh, an older band, a Jack Brewer reunion band played and I was in a massive pogo and all the young people got all around me so I wouldn't get hurt and uh, I wasn't slamming so much it was 
pushing and going up and down. And uh, they packed around me so I couldn't fall and I didn't have to worry about my knees. And it was a good time. It was full moon. When was that, last week? This is last night. Last night? Was, yeah. The day before yesterday, Steve came down and put his ma's ashes in the ocean here. So last maybe she comes wash up and pee. Robert, you lost your wallet. Well, I misplaced my wallet several times a day, yeah. Wow. What do you think of that? I mean, this would work at social distortion shows. You could get one of them chain things. Yeah, right. Mike Ness, he he did, like, uh, he practically grew up in the chain gang, didn't he? (laughs) Well, the wallet chain and the white beater shirt. Yeah, he helped build the 22 freeway, I think. With all those Caltrans assignments. Well, he built the Mason He built this city. <laughs> so anyway, I want to play some music from the, some of the bands I saw last night. It was great. It was a real uplifter for me. Yeah, 4th Street Pad Rocks. Okay.
from Pedro Show. We just heard Army of Pigeons by Killer Dreamer, Kung Fu by Shark Pants, I Need You by the Jack Brewer Reunion Band, and Gingerbread Man by Absorbent Junior. These are four of the bands I saw last night in reverse order. Absorbent Junior had a, it was at Danny Lou's Pad on 4th Street, and he had a son on drums and painter Aaron White's son on bass. Cool. So, uh, Jack Brewer Band, we all know. From Wilmington's Sacrament Trust. Uh, 
Shark Pants, Arizona band, great band. They're also uh, the main um, jefe is patron for Swing Dinga Amigos, oh, okay, cool. right? Remember cool. we played some yeah. of them when uh, Todd cool. from Recess was over. And then uh, Killer Dreamer, of course, has drummer Raul Morales of The Missing Man and uh, Kid Kevin from Anaheim. And uh, Adam Gaxiola's brother, crane operator, mm. down on the docks. Um, uh, didn't mean to bug Art there. My guess, we had some very interesting spiel while the music was playing about uh, Mr. Bruce, Mr. Antwistle, uh, Mr. Allworth, Mr. Rensel, <laughs> Mr. Gogolak, Mr. Tarkenton. So, um, y- y'all missed on That's that. Awesome. <laughs> it was Maybe tangents keep your galore. Song introductions a little shorter, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Long introduction. Short. I didn't hear any. Who did he po- I didn't hear any songs <laughs> no, in the first place. <laughs> okay, we're at the end of the first hour, February 8th, 2009. Watch from Pedro Show. <clears throat> Hold tight for hour two. February 8th, 2009. Second hour, Watch from Pedro Show. And, um, uh, I played Alex's bar. You speak at Alex's bar in the Meat Puppets gig. Boss Dyer's brought some Meat Puppets. We're going to play an interesting cover. What? Oh, Neil Young? No, you want the Stooges, right? No, Neil Young plays well, the uh, Alex's pretty restaurant. Funny too, though. But I played um, Alex's bar, ninth anniversary. Boat got towed, 241 bucks. They had it a half hour in Signal Hill. After we get done playing, I go out to load my bass amp. Don't park in the auto zone next door, okay? So I make it back in time to play with the band after us because they had asked me to do a song. I guess the invitation's been out, but no one from the band has gone through with it. They're a band called Black Fag. You know these guys? You know, I've, I've met... Uh, Jeff, the singer. They're great really cool. cat. Yeah, 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 great people. I mean, I can't, you know... I can't get involved with that kind of thing because of... Well, they asked uh, you know, me since I, mean, I was playing on the bill, and I said, I'll do Police Story. But uh, I, I guess to do this, you got to be in a dress and a, and a hat. <laughs> so you put this dress on me on the stage. I didn't oh, take my I coat off. Just, do, just reverse that, what you usually do I'm a you know, late at night with a... No, I didn't change the words. I mean, he, Jeff changes the words. It was like uh, my wardrobe. Not the words you dress. <laughs> That's kind of funny, I guess. again. They gave me a t-shirt. Jelleth again? Jelleth again. <laughs> That's what it says. And of course, it's a guy hitting another guy. <laughs> Whatever those things, baton. You know, well, you know, some people have sense of humor and some people don't. Yeah. So. I thought it was I great. No I'm not. I hear TV ca- party has a whole different meaning than too, I guess. Then, huh? They all do. They all do. Except mine. My police story was MTV party. straight. Except I rushed the first going in the second verse. I got nervous. But uh, Kay said she'd do it. She just couldn't come that night. But she's gonna. She's gonna go for it. She wrote them, and she ain't afraid oh, of it. Cool. She's got sense of humor. That is amazing. You made it back so but quick after. She should. You know what? She 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 probably shouldn't wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, Levi. Or something. Yeah, I did make it back quick because I didn't want to let them cats down. I was 
Even Alex even offered to pay for it, but I said, fuck it, it's something I gotta learn. It's for a good cause, though. You know, LBC PD. <laughs> right. It goes back uh, to the system. Yeah, it's so, good, but know. have you seen them so play yet? They're a good band. They do, it's a good take on the song. No, no. It's a trip to see those, I haven't seen those songs done in a long time. And, boy, they hold up. The Black Flag songs are great. I mean, they really are. The, of course, uh, they played the best of. And to play that fast, you really have to play with, okay, you know, whatever you want to call a limp, you know, wrist, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Who would we see Wednesday? We, we saw Henry. Yeah. We went to the Miles Davis. There's pictures of Miles Davis. Down, uh, where was that? Melrose area? West Hollywood? And uh, Hank was there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so what did Hank have to say? Yeah, we don't... Well, he was a cordial. He might find his boat. <laughs> he was nice. God, he's looking healthy. Um, I think we were talking about the cramps a little bit. Yeah, Lux. Oh, with you. With yeah. You. That said, I yeah. think Ivy's going to be pretty broken up. Um, I saw them at the Trader <clears throat> Joe's, and they, they were everywhere together. I used to see them at Trader Joe's in Glendale once in a while. You know. You hang out in Glendale? No, well, it's just it's next I'm door. Kind of right next door yeah, to Redwater or whatever. Who was telling me? Nels was telling me something about uh, Glendale police are like not happening. Oh really? You know some some uh, yeah. communities, uh, some local police forces seem very nice, very cool, and some are just a sh- no, not so cool. Yeah, and I hear Glendale's one of those. Well, that was, that was a, I think it was the original Klansman town, just like Anaheim. You know, founded by card-carrying Klansmen. <clears throat> it's changed with Armenians, you know, in many ways for the better. The town, but the police are still that old. Yeah, because he told me he got shut down a few months ago. No. The police are still of, Turks. Uh, you know. Mm. Fuck them. Yeah, they're not good. Dick Lane was a you can you can yeah, you can call him a, a journalist, I guess. He was a uh, commentator. Great, great guy. Entertainer. Whoa, he was, Nelly. He goes back as an actor, you know, to early uh, silence. No, no, not si- early silence. Silence. Sally Vega and Ralphie Valadares. Richmond Nine. Richmond Nine. Two thousand. Two thousand. What was it? Richmond Nine. Five one seven one. Yeah. Okay. Hey. What was the T-Birds? Yeah, T-Birds. Well, who they always play? Texas Bombers? <laughs> Riley and... Uh, Weren't they always playing the Bombers? Yeah, well, the Bombers <laughs> were from, uh, you know... They're fictitious. They were all right? L.A. Right? Yeah, the New York was a New Yorker. Same Skinny Mills. Minnie Miller, Ralphie Valadares. Uh, 747. <laughs> John Riley was big. And then... Uh, Damn, who was the John Hall? John Hall. He's John cool. Hall. Big black guy. But there was like gran- glamour of like rock goes way back into a that. long ways, you know. And they had the. I ended up breaking my wrist. We would d- do that stuff in the garage in Navy House and the, the whip. And you whip them <laughs> around, right? The, the the jammer, the guy with the helmet. You did that really? Yeah, I broke my wrist doing it. So that's you need like a you need because you got that limp uh, little. I actually limper. broke it twice. I broke it another time. My monkey bars where you fight, you hold on oh, yeah. with the arms and you fight with your mm-hmm. legs. 
You don't do it on a flat you know surface, though. You know, yeah. like the velodrome. Yeah. You, take the good at that. you take the swings and you wrap them around the top. Yeah. So there's just the you bar. Wrap, like, yeah. you wrap one uh, uh, chain around your neck and then around your balls. You secure them. Like, uh, <laughs> Audio fix it. Audio like fix the BBC it. guy, at, you know, in Central Park. Your Nixus guy. My, talking about journalists, my idol. No, no. Look, we were innocent boys. And... Second, and uh, why, why were you trying to hang yourself with swings? You know, no, we weren't hanging; we were fighting. Fighting? Oh, yeah. Well, fighting is always considered innocent. Fighting with know, uh, next to sexuality. That's true. Yeah, it probably was. Growing up in Navy so House, you know, it wasn't any different where I grew up. Right? All the dads were in Vietnam, so we uh, mm. were bonding. <laughs> I don't know, but I, they grabbed me around there, and I fell down, and I tried to break the fall with the wrist, and of course, broke all my weight. Now, I remember I didn't realize what happened, but it hurt a shitload. So I go running out to the corner, and there's a stop sign. And I, I, I hold on with the good hand and just spin around it, screaming. You know, like a little spinner. And it hurt. And then they go and set it on a hospital ship. Because remember when Long Beach was full? Mm-hmm. Naval Station. They take me out there, and some corpsman... It's crooked. <laughs> so, <laughs> and did they give you a tattoo while they're at it? No, no tattoo, but he, it's kind of like it because my arm's all twisted <laughs> up. The guy, the guy must have been, I mean, looking back on now, he must have been 18 years old. Yeah, he was not even a man. Yeah, but I thought he was a big man. I got a merit badge. Yeah, I, I made it to Tinderfoot. It was a white boat. Do you remember? A big red cross yeah, on yeah. it? I can't remember his na- her name. Shit, one time I cut my head open in a rock fight. We're doing dirt clods, and this piece of asphalt comes in. Rips my head. See, I still have a scar. That used to be my hairline. Damn, I, I noticed that <laughs> happened, happened a lot. You see a lot of young Palestinian kids have that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I share with them. And anyway, I go to Fort, Fort, Fort Magnus. You know, it's only a matter of time before they start producing some good, you know, pictures. Or bass players. The, 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 the dispensary. Uh, over here, right, where the Corona, whatever that Del Mar, these fucking bullshit stuck on cracker boxes uh, are. But there used to be DMC. goats in that field, right? And before that was dispensary. They, uh, Corman there grabs me by the hair. He has soldier wrap my arms around, and then he grabbed me by the hair and just starts sewing with no anesthesia. <laughs> Jim Beam, or what did give me? No, they gave, gave me a tongue depressor. I chewed up in about one second. Yeah. I just started screaming it. You know, I couldn't worse. believe it. And I'm looking him right in the face, right? Because the wound's right over my eye. You know, and he's yeah. It was a trippy looking hook. It's not a needle like a thread needle. It's got a hook kind of on it. Probably a needle in Fishing line. When I used to wrestle in northern uh, Mexico, you get... What are you gonna do? Get get uh, Novocaine put in your put in your. Uh... Hey, tough it out. Yeah. Did you like bring a... any music, Raymond? Music. Yeah, really. Um, you did, didn't you? Kind of like slapdash. Where is it? Is it in your bag? We didn't really get a chance to bring anything. I brought you some things, you know, for. No, I'd like to play some music. We got something reference. from Bob here. Okay. Well. Um, whatever it is, you know, it'll just 
it, it'll, it, the, the dead air five minutes part of it is, is meant to be, okay? The wit and wisdom of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I used to play that record on K-Rock, you know the one? That was a good one. It had nothing, it was just a blank track. Cajun, a little Cajun maneuver. Yeah. I, I take it you're not on now, or? No, we're on. Behind the scenes sounds. Yeah. You know, I I was so uh, disappointed that we didn't get to capture that stuff with Mr. Rensel, Mr. Allwood, Mr. Goldberg, Mr. Tarkenden, Mr. Bruce, Mr. Ann Whistle. I want to keep the mic, Mr. Neighbors, Mr. Campbell, Mr. Cliff, Mr. Hudson. (laughs) Do you have these DVDs? Those are. Is this new? The one is the, uh, you know, the Morris. Oh, these are the movies. Oh, cool. Think about radio. Maybe the movies wouldn't work as good. Those, like I said, those are for when you're at leisure. Yeah, no, righteous. Aren't there some tunes? These are some uh, movies Raymond made. Uh, I'm part of two of them. Uh, Weatherman '69 and you're more than that, I think. A more uh, uh, more key role, uh, Sir Drone. I'm uh, I'm Gabe Nemish in Weatherman '69, and that's pretty backseat. No, it's but it's a collective. One, you know, it's a, that one. No one is a, a well, maybe Bernadine. And, and uh, the impromptu scenes of uh, um, Costigan, Mr. Costigan. Costigan's great. Yeah, right. The one thing I, I've always wondered about the scene with the the plastic sack. Yeah. Did you just hand him a sack? Yeah, with a. He tries to choke uh, himself out. Well, he he took it. He took it a little further than, uh, <laughs> but you know, no, it, there wasn't any. He, was it wasn't scripted, like too. Uh, was that uh, scripted? Raymond knows how to inspire his actors to take it to the next level. You know, <laughs> auto asphyxiation. They don't well, murder in the movie. I'm working with Bushwick Bill. Next. Uh, but no, you didn't bring movie. Costigan uh, was was. Um, you got something. Uh, one of those, uh, you just came back from Germany, right? That's and you what I should have brought. Is some, oh, you don't have any of that. The stuff from because like, we played all the blank. And blank and stuff. Yeah, we played all that stuff. Uh, the the album you gave me before. Yeah, it was, that was more for uh, film and shooting, but we we did re-record. Uh, I, I guess that thing was part of the, the uh, Wolfgang Hahn trip, the award you won, uh, and you went to the recording uh, session. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the first. I played all of that on the show. Christoph, the guitar player, might be coming to LA, like on a uh, you know, fellowship or whatever. But uh, how did it go? How did the session go? It was cool. You it's do mostly an for doing work? a film, though. Oh, it's for a film soundtrack. We okay. recorded uh, "Long Live the People of the Revolution," which is probably in your top ten. You know the way uh, Mandy or. The year twenty five twenty five is in other people's all those all those Hans Eisler works <laughs> working man songs, Evans. you know. Yeah, what was the Zegger like, and Evans Zegger and Evans. <laughs> in the year twenty five ten, if God's gonna make it he ought to be here by then. Oh look at Mr. Well, Coltrane. it's Woody Guthrie, <laughs> Bert Albrecht, and Hans Eisler. Look, it's brother like Pete that. from the second and man. International. Hey, Pete. Uh, uh Pete uh, we're doing the radio show right now. You 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 want to say something to the people? 
Well, do it. Ready? All right, I just wanted to say that I got my rice sack in the holder, and everything's waiting up. It's just, you know, pending Jer's return. <laughs> You know, hi to everybody else. Okay. Good work, Pete. Now, that, that, that rice sack is bound, right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. It's bound, man. You know, you don't want any of that shit spilling all over on Jerry, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll call you after the show. Oh. Pete, man, did a great thing. I was telling Brother Matt earlier, we played Super Bowl Sunday in Orange County at a Super Bowl party where they drained the pool. Did you show your breast? <laughs> I wore a flannel. <clears throat> they drained a pool. And was this at someone's house? Or? Yeah, in, in Orange County, like a track home deal. And it was... To collect the vomit or to skate that, or to what? <laughs> no, to bomb, to skate. Okay, yeah. And full-grown skaters with families. It was <laughs> really intense. But I didn't show... I didn't take my shirt off. You know, one time I did do that in New Orleans. I've seen a picture of like a nipple slip. With well, this with, was four with, years ago in New Orleans. We're playing the Voodoo Fest. I'm playing with the Stooges. His piercing. His and we're about to go on stage. And in those days, this is before the boiler suit. So I would have a unique T-shirt. They wanted me wearing T-shirts, no flannel. So I'd pick a unique one for every gig. And um, I found it's an orange one. And Ig, like right before we go on, he's going, wow, Mike, you're looking pretty orange. <laughs> I said, yeah. He For said, Dublin. look, why don't you show these people you mean business and That's play without a thing. shirt like me? And I said, whoa, <laughs> I ain't played a gig without a shirt in about 20 years. But I, I'll do it. <laughs> so that was the last time. It was more than a nipple slip. It was. Did they see your Thug Life tattoo? Did that intimidate, you know, the the first four rows? <clears throat> I don't think anyone was intimidated. I think, maybe. I think there was a lot of laughing, <laughs> to be honest. Was that the show with the, that you opened for Marilyn Manson? Or? Yeah, we, yeah, Marilyn Manson played. I don't played. think I gave you this. Uh, and, this uh, from that, that is that show. Marilyn Manson was really intent in showing saxophone to Steve McKay his Selma sax that had a swastika on it from the factory. That's the one he stole from Ron Ashton? No. Ronnie never played sax. Ah, oh, you know what I got? That's what we should play. Somebody gave me a recording of a firehose, early firehose gig, where it's an improvisation between Ed from Ohio on guitar and George Hurley on sax. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll play that. Oh, that a lot from yeah. Pedro Show. Mr. Ed Fromeo. George Hurley.
there. We got uh, Brian, uh, which is Raymond's uh, nephew. And yeah. how, how, how old are you? 18. 18. In October. So yeah. he's he's barely the youngest guy here. Yeah. And he's got probably a, a different perspective and insight. In fact, uh, oh. we were coming through grunge in the 90s. Actually, we were coming from a hippie thing in the 70s. <laughs> a little bit. So only 20 years off. Well, what that, keeps the it shirt, together the shirt is like fools. the DMT. The I got the shirt idea from uh, John Fogarty. <laughs> You know, the only one who, like, owes up to grunge is Mark Arm. He, like, yeah, that was a real label. But everybody else I know thinks, boy, yeah, that was good, some good for him, industry <laughs> cooked up shit. Whatever. Oh, don't Do you know about me. his first band, Mr. Epp and the Calculators? No, no. Yeah. Very Devo-esque. So about Brian, what, what are you listening to? Yeah. Oh, I, I listen to, like, I listen to some jazz. I listen to some avant-garde shit, but... Um, I know that Ray brought some Sir Drone. I know that there's a drone scene going on in some places, in some college towns. That it's like it's something to. That, I don't know if Sir Drone is even drone music. I know that Sun uh, was Ra? doing. Yeah. Sun Ra? Uh, no, not Sun Rob. Uh, Sun. It's got. It's an O. With oh, Sun O. Right. Yeah, Jeffy. and uh, they did a thing with Boris. Yeah, collaboration. Boris, you yeah. know Boris? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, so, how do you learn about music? Is it internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, now that's something that we didn't have. So you had to have buddies, right? That's uh, how I learned about yeah, yeah. bands. Basically, I, I, but I learned about different uh, different stuff than like the rock scene. I yeah, because you like, went explored on your own with the pewter, right? Yeah, yeah. some more. That's a great tool that stuff. we didn't have. Sure. Yeah. I, I steal stuff from LimeWire, you know. Besides, I'm ignorant. And, but that's not your tradition. You're a new learner. Hey, Jack Villani, fuck you. You're dead, all right? And uh, you're st- no feedback through this microphone either. Oh, that, you know? that's all right. A, A, right? But he was a boss. And Lars, you know, who the Metallica drummer. Kiss my motherfucking ass, punk. How, how did you get into playing? Hit me with your drumstick. Is it? Yeah. Oh, just listening to music, just like anybody else. You were listening, and you, oh, you didn't have buddies. Yeah, I got into it because my friend was doing it, and actually, his mother made me. <laughs> Jeez, thank God you weren't influenced. If you were influenced by your 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 brother, you'd sound like Blink One Eighty Two. Come, you know, like uh, they're fine, you know, but yeah. No. No, you did it on your own. Yeah, so you're like, listening, and you'd be pawning all this. Of course, yeah, yeah. You'd be Not of course, your because I'll tell you my experience. I learned <laughs> because I wanted to hang out with this guy, and he was playing, so that's why I did. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I was 13. Yeah, though, I shit. Yeah, well, I, I mean, my like my uncle played guitar, my brother yeah. played guitar. I was watching people play guitar. It was yeah. something that I had access to, and that I knew I had an ability towards. So. That's what I want for. But guitar's not your your main instrument, yeah. Max, is it? Is yeah, it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also singing. But um. Uh, are you a songwriter? Yeah, yeah. You know, my whole teen years, I only wrote one song. It was called Mr. Bass. But that King was that was yesterday that the Beatles covered, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was. It was. I wrote one. See, I was a teenager in the seventies, and no one wrote their own songs. Yeah. No one. You had to have a band. 
The record industry Not even guys with bands. You don't know, have to be playing a big-ass pad. There was no um, clubs. And you weren't writing songs at home for yourself? You copy records. Sometimes oh, you inadvertently did. I know, it sounds when, retarded. Believe me, I'm ashamed. But when you didn't know the right lyrics to Led Zeppelin songs? music during the 70s. Yeah, there were. Yeah. But they're... Like not, not like guys you would meet, though. Uh, I have no, like, really friends who play music. Really? Yeah. Wow. For real. Like, where I live. Yeah. I don't live in Los Angeles. I live in, in bumfuck, like, San Diego. And it, but there's people making music in San Diego. Uh, yeah, but not the music that I'm that I'm. Hell, that's where so Richard I'm, Rogers wrote uh, Victory at Sea. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to the Casbah? No. That's in San Diego. That's a club. Do you yeah, go to clubs? No. No. Oh, so you don't see live music? I don't. Yeah, yeah. I really don't. You listen? Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian should be my... Uh, he, move, move up here, man. I don't know. We'll take you under our wings. You know, when it comes to this shit, Brian, there ain't no right or wrong. Oh, It yeah. just is. Everybody oh, has a personal know. journey. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, Mike, you I'm, were coming a little down hard on it. I know. Down hard on them. So thanks Sorry, for I have, I have giving that. Uh, personality. Uh, I have an unfortunate personality, as Mr. No, it just uh, exudes out of your, you know, your <laughs> stature. Nothing it's I notice. Nothing that can be helped. It's too too far gone. Oh, you know, I don't think I'm really part of any kind of LA scene right now. So that's what about my, San Diego scene? Oh no way! No way. I mean, it's like reggae rock and ah. like. I'm I'm going up to Oregon, and it's gonna be do it's it. gonna be an electronic. It's gonna be part of electronic scene. You're gonna give up the guitar? No. Well, okay. Give up life like in general, that. civilization, yeah. We're in success. I, oh, you know, Bob spent a lot of years in Oregon. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the scene may have been watered down, from what I've been told. Just talking pe- Portland? Yeah, Portland. No, he's talking about Eugene. Oh, you, well, he's still. No, I, Bob Wick could be his mentor. I have friends who are talking about going up to Washington, ah. back to Seattle. Yeah. I don't know anything about that, yeah. but. But what what interests you about electronic music? Um, <clears throat> some of the some of the glitch, some of the glitch uh, that I've heard in. And some artists like Venetian Snares and Apex mm-hmm. One. If you guys are familiar Afe- with he, he, it, Brother Matt guys, knows his stuff a lot. Okay, well, some of the, some of the noise some mob rock. for you. Will you play play for yeah, it? Yeah, some, it's, it's Brother Matt on the show has something called the Spin Cycle, where he plays this oh, kind of music. Great. We're going to go into it right now. Great. You know, Spangle? 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 You know Spangle? Yeah, Spangle. You know yeah, that? I, I haven't listened to any of their stuff, but I know a lot of people. But you know Apex Twin? I trust it, yeah. What about, uh, who's that other one? Aphrodite? Aphrodite? Mm-hmm. What? No, Aphrodite. He's like drum and bass more. You know about that? You no. know about drum and bass? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like some, some DMB. I like some, like, Square Pusher and... Like the like the more mainstream ones, the more popular ones, because I also like a lot of different other music. But yeah, jungle, jungle beats, the Amen break, v- Venetian snares, and his it's his violent combination of like sex, and it it's really great. His sex and what his obscene song titles, or and he samples porn. It's he's great in a uh, Aphex Twin. It's Oh, it, it's all really, 
that's what I'm going for. And I've I've done stuff with the computer. It's more of like a like a less organic um, age that we're going into. But because I think you guys are talking about playing shows. Yeah. And you guys are you guys are real visceral, and I'm all internet. Yeah. And I feel really disconnected right now. But I know how important it is to get down with people and meet people and talk to you guys like I'm doing right now. There's nothing like playing to like 30 or 40 people. I know. You know? Throwing bottles at you. Yeah. Gobbing on you. You just can't beat it. I mean, Gob's the England word. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's time for Brother Matt Spencer. He's going to play you some of his electronic. <clears throat> this is a cat from my uh, era. Oh. Get some and connected with your era. So music is a great combiner of eras. Oh yeah. Here you go, brother Matt. Cool. <laughs> than me, cause you got sideburns and a vintage tee, I said you ain't artsier than me, cause you pluck a guitar, that ain't fucking bizarre, you ain't artsier than me, cause you live in low speedless, bitch you ain't Jesus, you ain't artsier than me, I got a colorful vocab, watch the low jab, so what you're a vegan, it shows in your presence you be geeking, and you've been seeking the same light, speaking the game like the enemy. Hang tight. I got the tail about six foot one by infinity. Full of sun raining, potential energy. All you saw were the case, Swiss clean, crisp crease jeans, means this. So you thought and dip my walk's hip, thoughts hipper, unzip the zipper. No, I don't wear hemp or drink liquor. And that'll make me the man just a little bit sicker. Spit kicker with a knife for the big dipper from a nylon cliff emerges a loud whisper. And I'm proud of this, it's my heart. You doing yoga just to look the part. You ain't artsier than me, cause you chop up grapes and you dig in the crates. You ain't artsier than me, you just a trendy lesbian, dreadlocked despian. You ain't artsier than me, cause you make wheat brownies and knit wool hats. You ain't artsier than me, you pseudo elitist, those school set. Don't let an 808 scare ya Shake stripes off your shirt and clear the whole area I'm a humanoid too And if you're cool with me Then I'll look past avoiding you Instead of through I'm down with VWs and flossed out caddies on 22s too I bang for good fools Kill for nothing I build for something Family in peace Hand me the peace, I hit it, I'm social Hear my opinion, I'm proud, I'm vocal Local in a foreign place more digital than dusty, but trust me, I be touring space. You be whoring at a comfortable pace. You be skipping a chore to jump in a race. I be bumping my bass like you collect comics. I'm not weird, I'm honest. You ain't artsier than me, cause you only read books, don't watch TV. You ain't artsier than me, cause you shop at Whole Foods and open-toed shoes. You ain't artsier than me, cause you speak real soft and drink chai tea. You ain't artsier than me, I be cycle too, I'm kinda like you. 
I just look cleaner, grown demeanor. Wear deodorant, registered voter in a tree hugger too. Not in these clothes. Me love a you, but it's gotta be both ways. Most days I'm earthy, stay grounded. Often it's a paper chase, I'm well rounded. Straight to face townish, it's all boundless. I make a sound universally dope over. Come adversity, reshape the worst of me. Do it for the love and release it commercially. Like a blockbuster started at Sundance. Can't stop, man, you only get one chance. Presentation is key, hesitation ain't see, innovation is my ART. Dedication is free, occupation is me, innovation is my ART. Check this out. Than me, cause you drive a hybrid and carpool with three. You ain't artsier than me, cause you a 16th Mexican. You ain't ethnic and you ain't artsier than me. You just a broke ass poet with the same old cadence. You ain't artsier than me. We was conscious first. Welcome to Earth. You ain't artsier There is more than six million ways to die. Sound boy better choose blood clot one another. I'm trying to chase the champion sound around here. Yeah, man, that's only a murderer, man. A killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No big old man like Diplo. You don't know, so you respect up. They are with him selector car right now with our hitch around here, you know. We kill some selector boy around here because they might be like them a bitch. How are you them? Yeah, yeah, me. Son boy, you must be paranormal and a case of psychosis, but the gun the way you bust all, we give you diagnosis, pop it out, you're talking like you're on a hypnosis, iron tablet, or we give you for it, first some eliminated, then your rest are friend assassinated, who I try for run, get ambushed and terminated, all when them chests are steel plated, them get liquidated, with gun bust, still it frustrated, but no ass to a hurry, waited in this only violated, them and go get annihilated, this end of the gun in the Bible, consecrated, is how you feel, boy, your soul elevated, you think this a Son, son, don't try weakness, this ain't gone. Son, get out of here and run. Son, before your little life get done. Son, who no think this is fun. Son, don't try weakness, free we gone. Son, get out of here and run. Son, before your little life get done. Son, no, make me tell you about that gun, the SKG and the big four map gun. This ain't above it up from the days of pop gun. Coward gun, man of them walk with pop gun. If you violate, you look up in a shotgun. Don't stick around when they sent them a clap gun. Man, we shot in a your face. With all a one pop gun, member whole time tears. When man a bust cat gun, when sound boy hear that them run and trap gun. Just half a clip, make a whole dance pop down. The AK, them, you know we have them locked down. All the handgun, them, we have them strapped down. Yeah, yeah, me 
It's the fruit of the apple. 
See your driver's license, please. May I see your driver's license, please? What's that in your cassette? Stay 
Thank you very much, Brother Matt, for another cool. installment of Spin Cycle. Cool. And Mr. Brian, your views. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Kudos. Sean's got over here. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour of February 9th, 2000. No, February 8th, 2009. Edition of Watt from Pedro Show. Hold time for hour three. Five times uh, you know, between stations. <laughs> February 8th, 2009. Uh, it's third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. And here's something Mr. Bob Styers chose, uh, some live gun club. This is our jazz Because actually, really, we're a jazz group. Except, like, we just don't play that well to, like, play jazz, right? Actually, we've been doing cover versions of Louie Louie. Yeah. Alright, this is dedicated to Sonny Rollins.
prolific licks with delicious spits. That's that, that, that shit. shit. Planning to dip to this. While I skip to the new, I piss off the boo. I too fisted a few and I'm kissing this dude. Why you trying to take me out of mystery, boo? Especially when the spit is so blistering. Ooh. It's a boo that's listing you. A variety of spits is a list you can choose. I mix them up with a twist of the blues. Word to water's money. That one guy, buddy. I'm so fly, love me. My flow so lovely. Yours is watered down like cold ice and bubbly. The pro rise above the pro. I'm sick of flow. Couldn't pick off of another hick of nigga roll. This bag is aggro. Soon you discover. Number 37 ain't there, not another. I do this shit like lickety split. 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 We do this shit like lickety split. We do this like lickety split. Like lickety split. Well, it's like this, that, and this in a 37 pussy prolific sequel. Rip it up. If you bump me your gums and zip them up, clean out your ears and just listen up. And if you're undivided, just provide it. We might come with some fly shit to make your mind flip. Whatever you do, maintain a tight grip on the number to your psychiatrist or maybe on mine. EP, now excuse me while I whip this out. I'ma tell you what this bit's about. Well, I spit about clout hoes, hookers, and whores. And how wild out after a couple of doors. Barkeep, pour me another till I'm born. Am I gonna be okay to drive? Yep. I'm pretty sure. Red light stop, green light four. Shit, I'm hellin' so make it three or four. Cause we do this like lickety split. 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 Prolific licks with delicious spits. That's that shit. I'm spitting this for your benefit. Idiots get finicky like some little kids who wanted a happy meal but settled for dinner grits. Since the age of ten, I've been legit. Other rappers on that good like they Jenny Vitovic. They hate to call names to a silly twit like Benny Hill. You silly and you really need to quit. My designated driver is to prolifs. And since they're giving me a lift, I'm rapping them a slip. Holding dope from the third eye to a slip. And by the way, a pit bull with lipstick is still a bitch. A lot of lames get to popping their lip. But when I spit the flames, they stopping the sis. But it's a shame that they dropping their fish. I said they packing on a midnight train like last night in the pitch. Because we do this shit like lickety split. 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 We do this like lickety split. We do this like lickety split. Okay, Watch from Pedro Show. Sorry to interrupt you, Bob. Uh, you know what? I spaced out on the last songs I played in the second hour, so I should give credit due, even though it's on the playlist. It's not baseball. We played uh, keeping score. Uh, something live untitled from George Hurley and uh, Ed Crawford. From 1987. Cool. Uh, Georgie on the sax, which he did only for that tour, and then went back to drum. Well, he played mainly drums, but for a little episode of each gig, he would play sax with Edward on guitar. Then we heard uh, Mr. Maureen from Now Nor Sois. Maybe it's French. Non, Nor Sol. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Pardon. My heart on. Then we heard Black Boots from Jack Osbert, Jack Jack Oblivion, a stalwart from Memphis scene, and uh, SOS, Emperor Tomato Ketchup. And then moving on to the third hour, a song Bob picked by the Gun Club Live, uh, For the Love of Ivy, which is maybe a reference to Poison Ivy. Yeah, that'd be dedicated to Poison Ivy. Something else from Tokyo, from a band called Communa, called Copies. And then we heard electronic scales from an Italian band called Mauve, 
We were uh, we're enchanted by that name, <laughs> Thuper. And then uh, number thirty-seven with Lickety Split. Now, lick this bitch. Lickety Split. What is that? Black Oak Arkansas. <clears throat> it's a title of a song. <laughs> no, it's original. One of those Black Oak Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Black Oak Arkansas a few times. a great man. <laughs> David Lee Roth Dan. stole his whole act from. No. Yeah. yeah. He purloined oh, yeah. his act. Is that what you're saying? He purloined. He appropriated. Uh, appropriated. They weren't slick the way they were a three guitar band, but so they, they were. One guy they were uh, and double slide and double slide before the Night Ranger nightmare. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Raymond, at the beginning of the show, we played some niche makers, and uh, what about this band you got? I didn't oh, get to yeah, discuss it with you. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's a it's a recognition that uh, I've been in the game so long that finally, you know, I can't get over. Then uh, I'll just find my my little niche and I'll be happy with that. Do you know that George Jones song? I'll get over you when the grass grows over me. Uh, I don't think I know that. Was that one he sang lying on his back? <laughs> on the middle of the street with his... With his uh, the lawnmower. The lawnmower. Fell off the yeah. lawnmower. Uh, <clears throat> I like George Jones, but... You know. So you came up with the name? Yeah, there was... I, thought, I didn't choose it. What no, about I niche, gave him two choices. What about niche providers? It's, yeah. it's kind of the what same thing, though. Yeah. Niche makers is more of an arrogant thing that, you know, you are... With illusion or reality, who knows that you are in control, right, like the marketplace. Have, yeah. And uh, but it it amounts to the same thing, you know. Let me have my you know little arrogance, or yeah, you know, it's not rocking. And these people you play with uh, in the band, <clears throat> I have. Uh, they all work in uh, Robert Berman Gallery. A local art gallery and uh, art rack. Uh, I have. They're they're actually very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. John John Cornway, who is is from the um, the hockey Yvonne family. Cornway. Yvonne Cornway, Yvonne Cornway, Montreal Canadians. And uh, uh, Robert Berman. Uh, Art gallerist on trumpet and singing, who's actually really good, and uh, and uh, two Argentinians from uh, by way of Berkeley School of Music. <clears throat> Great drummer, uh, accordion. Um, Couple of chicks singing. I'm going to get to play with you at the end of this month, the beginning of the next, with my second man, uh, one Spaceland, one at the the gallery there, probably where these cats work, right? We're playing. We're playing. Uh, the, I think the Santa Monica Museum or the parking yeah. lot there, and then uh, Spaceland. Right. Around the same time, I guess. What I is this paper, scissor, rock? 
That's that's uh, John's curating show at his gallery, Robert Berman Gallery, about um, on uh, the subject, the tenor of rock music. It's a visual art show, but I think that is going to go on around the same time. Yeah, because he told me it was somehow connected. Yeah, I mean. Um, what do you like? It's got to do- be connected to something because we can't seem to get gigs on our own. What What do you like uh, better, recording or performing? Recording or well, in my case, seriously, yeah. it's uh, it's much the same because um, there uh, we don't rehearse or practice, and in effect, you know, that's how it works out. And when um, when I perform at all, in my case anyway, and uh, uh, there isn't a lot of woodshedding, you know, be uh, in the home studio or the garage, and uh, so there, there's they're both about the same to me, you know, like in a performative. Um, hell, we could we could have as many people at some of the bands I've been in. In uh, there's more people in. Say it is at a proper recording studio. There's more people. You know, if you have like the the engineer and the and the assistant engineer there, that could be more people as an audience than playing in a club or a concert. And every recording is a performance anyways. You have your audience in mind and you have your intent and your message yeah. and you're putting it into the microphone. That's what no, I agree. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's and I haven't had the experience of like uh, yeah, but you don't have the thousands of adula- adulation uh, fans and uh, except except uh, for, What about the art. other way? Hecklers and uh, disappointment and uh, I haven't. No one's going to stare me down or shout me down, or uh, I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah, I've Should had I a lot. Should I get used to it? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you play with Iggy, it's okay. I call them character builders. <laughs> what? I should ask you what what is? Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, like your. Uh, I've never heard stories of. Of uh, with hecklers or or antagonistic audience bags, uh, paper bags of puke, paper What's bags of shit that burst on you, uh, getting spit, uh, cups of piss. Uh, one yeah, time, I would uh, love that in Vienna, a very artistic <clears throat> town. Uh, yeah, first note of the first song, all the power went out, and when the lights came back on, I was covered with uh, used rubbers. Jeez. Well, Vienna's a weird town oh, for some of, of that. Of, uh, but I played there lots of times and I had great gigs. Vienna actions. I played Vienna yeah. Uh, yeah, I with my last band, uh, I guess, the other year. What I've learned about that heckling stuff is you really shouldn't give it back. One time I got hit with a bunch of money in the head and uh, I picked up one of the quarters. And I could see one motherfucker was part of this. But then the cat next to him, 
very into it, and I threw it and missed the pecker and got the guy. Uh, that's who was a significant into it. change, all right? And and the look on his face, it ch- turned from. No, I mean that's that's it was not really your fault, bad. So I never did it. Life. I never did it again. I know, but that's after a, that, yeah. I've never did it. I thought it should be. Uh, well, it happened with me. Anyone's going to take that whatever way they want. You know, it's kind of a chicken shit thing. I was getting bombarded with rubbers, and I took my wallet out. Oh, I, I took the wallet out of my. <laughs> I took the rubber out of my wallet, and I started to I was to think- throw, and I and I thought, you know. Fuck you! It's not worth it, you know. Well, I, I got. What am I going to do? Uh, yeah, talk about worth it. I thought day. that it was a lot of labor put into that. Mm. It was pro- a pretty labor-intensive <laughs> gift. <laughs> That's love. <laughs> you know, there was a little while to work that out. <laughs> hey, stuck on my neck, stuck on my shirt. That was funny. So, it's interesting. I mean, you know, there's several school of thoughts. Mr. Gigi Allen would probably think, I'm doing the right thing if you got the crowd riled up. In fact, if it was an adulation thing, he probably thought it was a failure. Yeah, I like him, though. He, yeah. I mean, he took it to uh, uh I didn't like him. It maybe beating up the women so much. Did he? Or, but I like the, the, the like, brand muffin and X-Lax thing. <clears throat> I tell you, you go on after him, you bring your own mic, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what, all, the, it, all the great singers, where they put their out, their mics down, uh, I think that's good kids. advice. You know, they partied with his body for a week after he died. <laughs> but it was in his will. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, he had a bottle of beam. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, okay. You would uh, even with just an engineer and assistant engineer in, in the in the ensemble. There's still an interactive thing. How do you uh, contrast this with your uh, painting? It isn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I do other things in painting. I mean, uh, whatever impulse I have for. Uh, performing or acting out uh, is there's not not that much of that in me in the first place you know but uh, there's there's more than enough I mean I've you've done several projects over the years though I wouldn't say it was like your focus but you've always had a hankering a little bit huh oh I'm not I don't know uh, hankering I, I appreciate it, you know, actually. Yeah, I just kind of back into these things. But uh, there is... Yeah, there is... You really I like the Super Session, right? Those years? It was a good group. It was a good but, group. But, uh... Oh, I don't know. It was... It was. I mean, they're good guys. And, uh... It didn't last long. We, we played the local clubs, you know, like one time around. They were on KXLU. There's a great tape from that. Yeah, we should have recorded, you know, but whatever. Well, what about this band? Um, the, the, I've tried, the you know. Richard uh, II band. When is, that, when is that Richard II band? The Band uh, of Merriman, yeah. Your, your big, your life's work rolled into one piece coming out. That ain't Raymond so much as my... Raymond is, what, is, is, what is it about, Mike? 
this interpretation of the work of the bard. See, you're, to, you're, you're tipping yourself her, off. That's when, kind of a brief description. <laughs> when you say you're doing a project. Is it like the bard wearing bard. flannel? He's staying true to the spirit? Can you wait until it gets... That, that would be... That's my aspiration. That's my aspiration. Wait till the studio gets a hold of it. I mean, they're going to have the last cut. No, but that's why Raymond's involved. He he, keep it unadulterated. Cut, Bob. <laughs> unadulterated. Just let the, let the camera mind. Yeah, that's another side of uh, artistic endeavor for you is filmmaking. This angle right here would be a cool. Yeah. Quite good. In fact, you brought some DVDs. Yeah, these are the, these are the old ones. I'm gonna. Uh, I think it's a good time to do some more though. Yeah. So, All these things, though, ensemble things, vis-a-vis a very private thing of painting, drawing. Yeah, but you know, I somewhere in the back of my mind, uh, if it's. If it's doing uh, drawings or paintings, there's it's it's still uh, communicative, and yeah, yeah. E- even though you know I don't have it is an unassisted you know uh, right, thing with my the end's the same, but the process is different. Yeah, it's but uh, there's yeah, it is there. There is a difference between. Uh, Otherwise, you know, I'd write the scripts and uh, let them be uh, whatever happens to them, like, like anything else. Life but, of their uh, own. But uh, having them, like having them uh, shot, filmed, it does. Do you think it's important, this notion of works? Works? What do you mean? Works things that'll be here when you're gone. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I do pitch my work for, uh, in a sense, with to posterity because uh, there's no perfect uh, audience that I run it into yet, and you know you can always have this kind of u- utopian uh, uh, image in your mind of. Of who you're speaking to, but that's that's uh, doesn't go very far. And no, I don't have. Uh, I don't anticipate myself uh, uh, when you're dead. You're dead, you know. And uh, uh, you can man. do you can do all your uh, two pack and big small videos, you know, with of. Well, I was thinking uh, the, more like of the, the coming back idea and of the happening, where they d- weren't worried about what was left. Oh, was please, no, the they moment. they were worried about it. Okay, and it, uh, oh, that was it was kind of a conceit of of not documenting. Yeah, those motherfuckers they documented every fucking breath they motherfucking took. You know, so in yeah, in a sense, there is uh, you you can't duplicate the same thing with. Uh, uh, like it's hard it's hard to explain any concert to someone else yeah. even if you have the tapes or the recordings of it it doesn't do it justice but so what that's how uh 
hell, you know, life, you it's know, visceral. passes and, you know, there's other things to do, you know, to then to, uh, uh, I mean, live with one's experience. You don't have to document everything, you know, it's like. Well, what about a book where the document is the work? The ultimate tripping course. I, no, I guess there's notes. When I'd, well, when I went there's to the not much difference thing. there. Yeah. Posthumous. Yeah, there's not much. The book itself is uh, a collection of uh, papers with uh, bound and uh, but once it once and which is what does that uh, amount to? But once it's read, then there uh, that can be uh, hell. I mean, uh, uh, you're favorite authors uh joyce for instance yeah. is very musical you know and yeah. very uh visual and sure um but a book i tell you what i've learned about middle age it's not read once because i've re- reread stuff i read in my 20s and the words no, remain the same i'm very different read I don't have time to read much of anything. I mean, I'm uh, I'm not, I'm only 39, you know, I'm not Right. So I haven't reread haven't had the time to read. 39 a long time. <laughs> That's well, one thing you haven't tried yet. Women, is writing I mean, hey. writing hmm? books. Would you ever write a book? Writing books like in the novel form? Yeah. Uh No, I don't uh, I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I don't plan on it. The uh, I don't have the the time, uh, the the. I like writing for uh, uh, dialogue and script, film, yeah. and uh, with uh, the kind of work I do on the drawing page. No, I've I've had I've had things in in process and production, but I haven't. I don't have that. Uh, you know, I thought of something I never asked you. Who's your favorite painter? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Um, Maybe that's why yeah. I never asked. It's such a stupid question. No, it's not <laughs> stupid. I think maybe... I don't know. They're so... I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like Turner, maybe. Um, Constable... Um, Goya, Rubens, um, shoot. Do you have a favorite musician? Musician? Oh. Yeah, but there's you know there's so many. Okay. Um, hell, that would go from that would cross a lot of boundaries and times and uh, I don't know where would I start. <laughs> Same with uh, any anything like that. Like director and film. Director. Same thing. I don't know. Wrestler. Wrestler is more 
easy. Oh, even that is is difficult. I'd have to say, I'd have to say Morocco. Thomas. Don Morocco for me. I love Morocco, but I don't think uh, I couldn't put him in the same category as uh, Blassie and Tolos. I like Blassie. I love the Iron Sheik. I Blassie here. I mean, um, but still, there's so many too. Um, he was of our time, Blassie. Yeah, Roddy Piper, uh, good wrestler. Um, it uh, and it's not just what you do in the ring; it's what you do on the mic, yeah, you know. And yeah. and the a lot of things, you know. And your and your booker and your writers and your promoters can't do all that for you, you know, because they're they're working with a lot of uh, other wrestlers. Most of them are, you know, with stiffs, jabronis, whatever. Jobbers without any charisma and what about Adonis? Jobbers without Adonis was good, yeah. you know. So was um, so was exotic uh, Adrian Steele, you know. And uh, I didn't. I know him more from uh, seeing on video, and uh, of course that's a that's a long tradition going back to Gorgeous George, yeah. and. Uh, I, I loved uh, uh, Crazy Luke Graham, for instance, and uh, the, uh, Carson and... Um, what about Junkyard yeah. Dog? Yeah, yeah. He had some good raps. Sure. Good spiel. You know who's good uh, if... Uh, Damn, not, not Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, him too. He had but, a few uh, personas. But um, uh, the guy... Uh, Abdul. Yeah, Kampala. Kampala I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. What about Henry Bollingworth? Then uh, some of you, you love uh, uh, Terry Funk, I know. Yeah. And the, the Funk Brothers... Uh, damn, there's so many. Uh, I like Funko Magnus myself. Did they wrestle <laughs> in uh, another? <laughs> I think they wrestled in the the Pennsylvania region. Oh, okay. No, I'm sure there was an app called them. You know, I'm sure there was somewhere, one somewhere. Or one of those towns. <clears throat> well, the Funk Brothers. That was Texas. Um, Terry, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, for, was, the, for the for the niche makers, yeah, we're trying to get. Um, you know, I'll see. You know, it's, I wouldn't think it'd be necessarily that hard, but uh, honky tonk to oh, like yeah. play with us, and not as you know, not as some stunt or whatever. I mean, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I like I like honky tonk. Uh, a lot, you know, and um, damn, they're so. Uh, What's the connect? How did how did you get a connect with him? No, I don't. Uh, John um, says he's no. I I asked him, you know, for yeah. Um, and he said, well, he lives in Arizona. and He's working on it. Oh, so maybe, of course, he lives in Arizona. 
well, everyone like gravitates to either Arizona or <laughs> well, weren't you born there? Or L A. <clears throat> well, Arizona wrestlers, okay. There's uh, Barry Goldwater. Goldwater was a Martini's good, good guy. Pretty well, actually. You know, we should have we should have. Uh, uh, that was a bad move taking LBJ over Goldwater, and it was really. I agree. And Goldwater was hated by, you know, what came of the Republican Party. Did Mike Tyson end up in Arizona? Uh, he was busted there, I know. Yeah. I don't know if he, which is a That's bad place. That's man. It's always, there's some dirty money around there. Sure. Well, uh... You know what I mean? Have you been there? I've played there many well, times. The many, many, many times. I don't times. dig that. I don't know about you, but it's not my cup of tea. Arizona. No, every place has got good and bad. That's what life stopped me. Uh, yeah, of course. Tombstone. But when your only experience is that, that diner in Gaylord, Oklahoma, where some biker dude punches out his daughter, you yeah. know, that registers firmly. Good or bad, though? <laughs> well, the good part was they had a picture of John Henry winning the Arlington Million. Did they? The At the... This is in Gaylord, Oklahoma. I'm sure Mike's... And that horse, you know, he came from, from uh, you know, I, Scrabble, but I don't think he ever raced in Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, it could have been anywhere, Arkansas. I mean, it was you know, backwoods, meth lab, uh, you know, Sacramento slash biker. Type. You know, you could pretty pretty much say that about every that's town in the country now. That's what I'm saying, and that's not a bad thing necessarily. You know, you get a little cosmopolitan vibe. Those walls, those Berlin walls in your head, yeah, will tumble they'll, down. They'll <laughs> take you down. Yeah, <clears throat> give them a shot. Let's uh, play some more music.
Live from Pedro's show. Uh, we heard uh, Pirate Love, something live from the Heartbreakers with Richard Hell on the bass. 1975. Then we heard uh, The Executioner by Christian Eric Baulieu. It's a French spelling. B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U. How would you say that? Baulieu. Okay. Then The Boss Wants to Party with You by Quintron. Cool. Out of New Orleans. He can't have organ so big, right? He'd carry it in the middle of his econ line. And then we heard Underground Queen by Mr. Airplane Man. And uh, we're coming to the end of the show, so I would uh, like to hear some uh, parting thoughts from our guest, Brother Matt, yeah, Mr. Brian. We'll get back to him. Oh, yeah, get back to me. Okay. Bob? Richard II. When's it going to happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You write the fucking songs, okay? It's not a thought, it's a request. The Bard is a hard one to do a rewrite. These, these motherfuckers, you know, think try. think films just get, they just appear right on the big screen, right? And they want it done. Out, out, brief candle. Brother Matt, you're an uh, essential Aiden and a bet. My pleasure. And please come back and visit again. Indeed. It's been the February 8th, 2009 edition of Watt from Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.